Hey, everybody. Welcome. You're listening to the Lead, Build, Live podcast. everybody, welcome to this show. Uh, it's me, Larry Boatwright. I am here with my partner in crime, Rob Caldwell. Rob, say hi. Hey, everybody. Lead, Build, Live podcast. Lead, Build, Live, what is that? Well, we're all about helping uh, leaders lead well and build healthy teams and organizations and live a life that matters. And today is going to be a really exciting episode for us because we're talking about the topic, leading creatives. Where does that fit in our paradigm? Well, I think, you know, when you think about building an organization, if you haven't thought about how important creativity is to that process mm. of building a brand or building an organization or even building a team, then then this episode is for you. There's so much in here to unpack and to really think about on the concept of building healthy teams and especially around the side that's the creative side of it. Yeah. And, and whether you're uh, in a small business of some type or a nonprofit or a church or whatever your environment is, Creativity happens. It's inevitable. Uh, even if you ha have someone that's not on your team and you have to hire someone or pay someone to build a website or to design a logo or a graphic, all of us at some point in our leadership journey have to learn to lead creatives. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a chance to talk to Ben Thomas, mm. and he is both a leader of creatives as well as a creative person himself. Yeah. And so he had amazing perspective on this and he he's someone larry you've known ben for a long time yeah i've known him for 10 years so so just tell us a bit about you know what what they're going to get a chance to hear with our interview with ben yeah i love this because one of the things we're really committed to on this podcast is being as practical and actionable as we can because yeah. we we love busy leaders we're busy leaders Absolutely. and we know that it's like to sort of be in the trenches and you don't have time to spend 14 years learning this stuff so ben distilled a lot of knowledge down into kind of three things that he's going to unpack for us today to help people, whether you're a, whether you're, you would say I'm a little bit creative myself and I'm, I'm trying to do a better job of leading creatives or whether you're going, I got to lead creatives and I don't see myself as a creative person or, or maybe another shade of that is like, I'm a very output focused yeah. kind of person. Right. Yeah. And Ben actually kind of cuts through all of that says, look, no matter where you're at, whatever type of leader you are, if you're going to lead creatives, there are three things you got to consider. And he was really adamant. And it's really fun because his passion really came yeah. out for creatives yeah, and also for leaders. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, also where does creativity fit into your organization? Mm. Whether it's a church, whether it's a business and, uh, and, it, and it does fit. I think that would be the message from Ben is it does fit. Mm -hmm. Creativity does fit into your organization. So, And there's a way to maximize it. Absolutely. If you want the best outputs from your creative person, whatever that is, whatever it is that they do for you, uh, there are a handful of strategic things you got to do. And that's what you're going to get in this episode. So let's take a listen to our interview with Ben Thomas. I think you're going to love it. We sure did. Let's take a listen. Hey, welcome, Ben Thomas. Thank you, Rob. We're so excited to have you here. Today, we're talking about leading creatives. And I was wondering if you could first, before we go anywhere else, just describe what a creative is. And then we want to talk about your background with leading creatives. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so my name's Ben. I'm a singer-songwriter. Yeah. I make music and experiences that remind you why you're on this planet. Mm. That's my form of being creative in this world. Okay. I think we all have creative 
creative capacities. I think everyone lives out of that space a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, and so uh, someone who I would define as a creative is really just a human being who has is tapped into that rhythm of being able to make things, to produce mm. things, right? Uh, so do you, are, you, are you saying that you think everybody has some measure of creativity? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because I've heard a lot of people go, oh, I'm just, I'm not a creative I person. Think, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people lie about all kinds of things. Okay. So why would you say, like, if somebody who would say they're not creative, what would you say to them is, like, how they would even know that they're creative. It's, Why would you say they're creative? It's yeah, and it's all. Th- th- listen, these are all words, and and that we're talking about. These are all just yeah. labels and words that we're using to describe what it means to be alive, uh, and mm. and making things. Mm. Right? Mm. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think that we are we're contributing. Yeah. We're contributing. We're building businesses. We're starting um, art projects. We're, we're we're innovating. We're doing something that hasn't been done before. Mm. Therefore, that is us. It's like breathing to me. Mm. Uh, I think we're, we're all doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us have different levels of awareness about it. And it looks a little different for each person. Interesting. Okay. So, but, but when we talk about teams of creatives or we talk about leading creatives, these are people that identify, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems to me that they're often people that make their living totally. in that creative process. Right. So one way or another, yeah. they, they would identify that way, maybe a little more strongly. Totally. So I think in the, in the conversation I think we're having right now and that we will have right now uh, has to do with uh, leading people who identify themselves as creatives. Yeah. So, so Ben, tell us a little bit about how you got into this. Cause you're obviously a creative person. You're, you you have an interesting background because you've led lots of creatives in the past in a variety of contexts. And then um, you are also a creative um, mm-hmm. who's been led by a boss. So you've had to lead other people and you've had to be led, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. I um, want to hear about it. Yeah, I want to hear about it. So I want to talk- hear all the dirt. Walk us through it. Walk us through it. Like how, tell us <laughs> so, uh, like back early years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just give the brief. The, this is the bio piece. So for me, um, like I said, I'm a singer-songwriter. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been doing that for about 20 years. Mm. Um, but simultaneous to doing that, uh, I've, I've also been uh, on staff at two different churches. I did that for a total of about 16, 17 years. Um, and then about three years ago, moved my family out to Southern California and launched... Uh, a, a studio, uh, a mentoring-focused arts and recording space uh, with a nonprofit uh, that my mm. friend started called a, a Triple Threat, the nonprofit, and wow. we had a studio as part of that. So I did that, uh, launched that, got that thing going, and then now I'm kind of back into doing my music full-time. Hmm. Wow, okay. So pretty diverse background. So I think what we want to dive in today, I think our audience is a mix of people, and there are people who have varying degrees of of I'm trying to figure out how to word this in your paradigm that of self-awareness of their mm-hmm. own creativity. And some people who might say, I, I don't think I'm creative at all, but I need certain outputs mm-hmm. in my organization. And then there are others who are fairly creative, but they can't do it all and they don't want to do it all. And so they're trying to empower and equip, you know, a, a team of creatives. And so what I'd love to get into is how do leaders lead creatives? Mm-hmm. I think it's a question, especially for that person who maybe wouldn't say they're very creative that could be intimidating. So are, are there some things that you would say they should keep in mind about creatives and about leading creatives that might set them up to actually yeah. to win in this area? Yeah. So yeah. I'll start with that that notion that we all have some creative capacity within us. Mm. Um, I get that we all have different ways that that shows up, right? Yeah. So, someone might be a, a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Someone else might be painting on a canvas. Right. So the most important thing in my mind is to re- remember our humanity. Mm. Uh, and remember your humanity and the humanity of the people you're trying to lead. Um, 
they're just people mm. and you're just a person. Yeah. And so if you have connection with them as a human being first and foremost, um, you're going to have the ability to uh, bring a whole lot more, uh, just a depth of influence into their lives, into how they show up and lead all those things. Mm. Buy-in goes way through the roof. And instead of just seeing them as a person in your org yeah, chart. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so recognizing their humanity and, and, and seeing that like, Take take away the labels for a minute and just be be a human with them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So first 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 sort of tip is don't start with just thinking about them as a creative person and all the baggage or the th thoughts around that. But begin seeing the humanity right. in this person. All right. So you kind of we talked a little bit about um, earlier today about this, and you were mentioning that you think there are maybe three or four things to keep in mind yep. uh, when leading leaders. You, totally. Let's just talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the first one. So. Understanding, knowing the creative process mm. and understanding the creative process, even if you don't identify yourself as a creative type, mm, yeah. um, get to know what that's like because that's, um, it, one, it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, every, in every creative, every leader has a, a little bit different way of doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's that rhythm, that process is what uh, makes the creative uh, vital. Right? Yeah. Um, ultimately, if you think about, if, if you identify leadership um, as influence, mm. which if, uh, my definition of leadership would just simply be leadership is influence. Yeah, right. Who are the people that we want to be um, empowering to influence our culture? Mm. Um, it's the people who are the, the fringe thinkers, the creatives, the, the people who are, mm. who are tapped into that rhythm of creating. Uh, and so for me, the creative process um, looks, I, I think of it living like on, on two planes. Um, Stephen Pressfield, he talks about this a lot. He has a few books, he called, one called The War of Art. Mm -hmm. Great book. Incredible book. He yeah. talks about uh, these, these, uh, these planes that we kind of live on. One being um, just the everyday common plane. Like we're just hanging out here, people, physical reality. We're having a cup of coffee, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then there's this other level that he, he would say and others would say is like this subconscious or the super conscious. Mm. And that's the level that the creative dives into and yeah. then returns back to the ordinary plane with something. Interesting. Uh, right? I mean, that, that's a process that I, wow, that's, I mean, that's totally fascinating. I never really thought about that. I mean, I think a lot of leaders could think, okay, I have a creative on my team. Uh, it's nine o'clock. Hey, I need you to design this graphic. I need mm -hmm. it done by 10 o'clock. Why can't you just go into your office and... Right, you know, right. be a factory that cranks this thing out. You're right. saying there's more to it than that, that there's a certain, they have to kind of go to a space that maybe the rest of us don't go to right. tap into that creative energy that will ultimately lead to that output. Absolutely. Okay. And so understanding that rhythm and that space, like and what that process is, yeah. uh, to me is so vital for being able to lead these people well. Well, break it down. What is the creative process? Okay. So for me, um, for, for instance, going into that sort of into that plane, um, into the subconscious and then coming back up. Um, I think of it like priming a pump, right? The mm -hmm. first time you go to a well and you, and you try, and you try to get water out of it, you know, those old wells and you, and you do this and the first thing it's dry, right? Yep. You've got to prime that thing. Mm. Um, and it, and then it has to start flowing. Once that is flowing, it gets easier, mm. right? That's momentum. Right. Um, that's the momentum of creativity. Interesting. Uh, and so, you know, I think about the times when I'm at my most vital, my most, um, I'm, I'm in that rhythm. I, I've tapped, I'm get, I have a rhythm of tapping into that vein. Mm. 
What? It, okay, so I, I hear that for sure. Mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit for you. What does that environment look like, or how mm-hmm. do, how do you achieve that? What do you? What kind of space do you create? And what kind of time do you create? Right. In order to to get there, it's that's 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 the problem, right? That's and mm-hmm. the, the fact that it's like it's so hard. I can't just say like, oh, I do this, 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 this. Yeah. There are habits I've picked up over the years, mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 mysterious, and it's in a sense it's like magic. And yeah. it sometimes feels unpredictable, yeah. um, but there are things that you can do in your life to set yourself up to be in that, right? So for me, I've learned mornings, my mornings are so important. Um, for me, I have to have space in the morning. I, I, I you have a morning sort of rhythm uh, ritual of being able to, I, I meditate in the morning. I go on walks, I do something mm-hmm. physical. Um, I, I keep mm. blood kind of moving and flowing. Um, I, I work in chunks throughout my day. Um, I take enough breaks, right? Taking breaks is a huge thing. Being able to change my environment is a lot. We'll talk about that in a little bit too. Um, shifting, shifting things, right? Putting myself mm. around new things. Like I, I, that's part of it. Again, that's me. That's my personality. Right, right. Uh, that could work for a lot of different people though. No, it, the, the, the trick is to know yourself and know what those processes are. Uh, yeah. And as a leader, uh, as a creative, self-leading enough to set yourself up to do it. It's, as a creative, it's nobody else's job to create but mine. Right. right, right. I can't blame anybody if I'm not getting it done. But if I'm not people shipping. waiting for you on the other end of that process. That's right. Waiting for you to produce something creative, and that is a such a unique role. In yeah, you know, I, I think one of the things that strikes me is that we run these eight to five jobs mm. for the most part that uh, are not at all conducive to this creative process you just described. Right, and so for people that are leading creatives, right, what are some of the flexibilities mm-hmm. that they need to account for right. um, to be successful in that vein. Yeah. Well, I think understanding, again, understanding that process, um, understanding what it means to kind of dip into these two different worlds, mm-hmm. uh, just from that just very human standpoint, if you get it, then you'll be more apt to be able to make room in the day for that kind of thing to happen. Mm. Um, and I know, you know, every organization's a little different, right? Right. Um, if you really truly care about somebody's creativity though, um, it's going to be an investment Mm. hands. It's going to be an investment if you want their top creativity. Now, if you just want them to be like a cog Mm. in a machine and crank out commodity artwork, that's not art. That's just commodity, right? Yeah. That's different. You can, you can Mm. factory align that thing. If you really want a creative on your team, especially if you want a creative leader on your team, Mm. You need to create, allow them that kind of space uh, and have a dialogue with them where the, you're helping them do that. So yeah. kind of into my next point, this is great. Well, real quick, I, I wonder if, so like the work of a leader who maybe isn't, wouldn't sort of say they're overtly creative, but they're having to lead creatives. Sure. You're, you're saying know and understand the creative process. I wonder if one of the like coaching tools or one of the things that a leader should commit themselves to do to, to lead a creative well is to help the creative understand their own creative Huge. process. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I might not be, I might not say that I'm creative, but if I'm working with an artist, a creative, mm-hmm. uh, if I need to know and understand the creative process, I should know and understand theirs. And maybe they don't even know their own. So maybe totally. it's coaching them to discover yeah. and live into mm-hmm. their best creative right. process. What, what do you think? Is that fair to say? I think so. I think, I mean, that's honestly, that's, that's, you know, and into what I was going to say is my like sort of second takeaway thing would be this. Lead the whole person. Mm. Tell us about that. Okay, so 
exactly what you said. Uh, one of my, you know, I've had many different relationships, uh, both leading creatives and being led. Mm. Uh, one situation that worked really well uh, was, was a friend of ours, our friend Scott. We both worked for Scott. Mm. Um, and he's a creative and he's also a leader. And he was leading us. And he had a way of leading um, I f- I f- that I felt like really helped shape me mm. um, and uh, it gave me space to grow because he was invested in the whole yeah. person of me, right? Yeah. Uh, and so we had a, a very like regular rhythm of meeting and we would, um, the coaching that was going on in those, in those sessions, um, it was about the whole version of me. It wasn't, it wasn't like fragmented. It wasn't just in like out, these the little areas, that you could the do. outputs that I could yeah. do. Um, it had to, it had to do with the whole person. And so, mm. and because I really believed that, it wasn't like a fake thing. It wasn't, he wasn't faking it. He wasn't just trying to sit me down and pretend to invest and pretend to care. Uh, and then, and then <laughs> Let me hope pretend to, get, to care right? so your art gets yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it wasn't that. It was <laughs> legit. It was real. And that, and you can feel that authenticity mm. and leadership when somebody sits down with you and they're investing in, um, in who you are as it helping you be, live out of who, who you're created to be. So that to me is like, such a key foundational thing um, is is this idea of of the whole person, and, and like I said, it, it's dude, it's an investment. Yeah. So it's, so that makes the creative feel good and feel valued mm-hmm. on, in a team context. Does it also affect the outcome? Does it also actually create better art? That's the unpredictable part. Yep. But again, remember we're setting the stage. We're creating the environment. So that whole creative process, the dipping in and out of the multiple realities, the best that we can do as creatives and creative leaders is to set the table, to set the stage mm. for that to happen. There's Interesting. absolutely no guarantee that's going to happen. Okay. But listen, you can't go wrong. Like if you're investing in somebody and, and, you're, and you're having these types of conversations, asking them questions about, you know, wh- where like – Finding out like what what is really lighting them up? Where yeah. are their creative challenges? Yeah. Uh, getting to know like their creative process, sitting with them through that, helping them build their own schedule. Um, those are the types of things that you can do. You're setting the table. You're setting the mm. stage. You're helping. You know what I mean? What would you say though to a leader who would say, "Man, I just don't have time to do that." You're, you're talking about handholding these these creatives, and I don't have time to do that. I I don't even connect really well with creatives. I just know that I want output X. I would say. If you can't find somebody else who can mm-hmm. find somebody else, consider it a gap, consider in your capabilities as an organization. That's right. Find okay. somebody else. So like maybe, find another person for them to report maybe, to or what, what do you mean? But yeah. I mean, may, maybe it's that, maybe that's the answer. Uh, what I'm saying is like that, if you really truly care about the creative, like having a creative person on your team, if you really truly care about um, them leading from a place of creativity, uh, and having being able to be in that in that flow and impact your organization in a, mm. in that way, that's just it's a given. That's that's what you. Those, these are the building blocks of, of of what it takes to do that. So if if you feel like Man, I just don't have the time to do that, mm. maybe a good answer is to find someone else to help lead them, um, mm. or uh, find oh, oh maybe there are there are creative coaches out there uh, that you could bring in outsource. There there are other ways to do that. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, well, I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm just pushing hard. I'm going, no, that, that just a given, that's what you need to do. I think the fact that we're even asking that question alludes to a problem, which is that I think there are a lot of creatives that 
are led by non-creatives and they fill a unique role in the organization that maybe mm -hmm. other people don't understand, mm -hmm. you would never do this with engineers, right? <laughs> a, a, right. a group of software engineers, yeah. which is which is my world, mm -hmm. they would be led by uh, a senior developer. Uh, Who has experience or and knowledge. Or at least and... someone that's been managing engineers at some point such that they they do understand the creative process for an engineer. Right, right. Yeah. And this, they also understand that for example, when an engineer is in their in their flow, mm -hmm. they might work a twelve hour day, yeah. and then the next day they might not show up till noon. Totally, and that is to your advantage. That's the best thing you could let them do at mm -hmm. that point. And uh, I assume there's crossover there, but yeah. uh, I just think that it's really interesting to acknowledge that a lot of creatives end up in a position where they're being led by a non-creative. That's right, yeah. and that's and to my point way earlier when I was saying that I think that we all have creativity in us. Mm. Yeah. If you're a non-creative uh, leader or someone who doesn't identify themselves as a traditional creative, uh, consider that maybe this is a fantastic opportunity for you to explore your own creativity, yeah. to learn about the creative process. Yeah. And recognizing that everyone's creativity shows up really differently. So I've yeah. led plenty of people who are creative in other areas, right? I'm not really a designer, but I've led designers, mm -hmm. say, for instance. Mm -hmm. And though we might not be able to have detailed uh, shop talk conversations right. on like the latest update on Photoshop or something, um, I get creative rhythm. I get flow. I get the energy of creativity. Um, and so we can we can have a higher level conversation. You get um, it and you value it. That's right. You get it and yeah. you value it. And so, um, you know, if you're a, a not non-traditional, non-traditional non or a non-creative leader, mm -hmm. and and you're leading creatives, um, ex explore. There are there are so many beautiful books out there too right now that are I some that I recommend. I mentioned The War of Art before. Um, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote a book called Big Magic a few years ago that I think is just a mm. it's a it's a it's yeah it's a beautiful telling of the process of creativity. Interesting. Um, and we'll we'll throw some of these links into the Julia Cameron the episode um, page uh, what's on the, the website. It's a, yeah, the, uh, the artists. The Artist's Journey. That's a great one. Listen, The Artist's Journey by... Uh, or is it the Artist's Journey? Is that one? Is the right book? Anyway, you know I'm talking about. Uh, Julia Cameron, that that kind of book, you could walk through with a creative. Oh, and, interesting. And do, do like a... Say, hey, for the next four months, we're going to dive into this. For the next even, you know, take one month to read a book together. Read it together. Mm. Read it with your team. Yeah. So um, then understanding happens on both sides of the coin. Totally. And yeah, it we'll, opens up for conversation then that you can have about this stuff. Right. So we'll, we'll find that book that you're talking about and we'll put that in the, the show notes. Hey, it's Rob. Having a hard conversation about behavior, performance, or alignment is something that most of us leaders fear. And because we fear it, we put it off, especially the difficult conversations. Lead Build Live has put together a course called Aligning Conversations that includes seven great coaching videos, reusable worksheets, and a guide that will give you the confidence you need to get that hard conversation on your calendar and do a great job with it. Check it out at leadbuildlive.com slash align. So you talked about one of the things is to know and understand the creative process, and even a book like that might help uh, speak to that. The artist way. The artist way. Yeah. And then uh, lead the whole person. So yeah. care more about them as a whole person mm -hmm. and talk to them as a human and a whole person versus just the outputs you expect from them or the you know their role on an org mm -hmm. chart. Well, what's what's next? I think the third the third has to do with culture, mm. um, and it would be to 
do everything you can to develop a culture of innovation and risk taking. Mm. For me as a creative, um, I know I'm at my best when it's like, I have to do something that is outside of my range. So for instance, right now we're, we're filming a couple of music videos and I'm, you know, helping, I'm helping lead teams of people who are doing this. And Mm. one of them is a stop motion video. Oh, wow. I don't know anything about stop motion. (laughs) Most of the people on the team have never filmed anything about stop motion. We're we're learning on the fly. You guys are watching old reruns of Gumby. Yes, exactly. Right. (laughs) The Christmas. We don't don't know what we're doing. So we're putting pieces of things together. We're Googling things at the last minute. There's, there's just this energy of we're all learners together. Right. Mm. Um, And so when you get a team of people together and you're all in the posture of we're all learning together, that's innovative culture. Innovative culture. Isn't like, Oh, uh, we're doing the latest, greatest thing all the time. It's literally just like, hey, we're doing something unknown. We're tapping into something that's just a little bit outside of ourselves. Mm. And it's causing us to stretch. And that stretching puts you in a place of having to innovate then. You innovate to get there, right? Yeah. So, and for the leaders, for the leaders yeah. listening in, uh, so often what people are trying to do with a product launch is cause a consumer to think different, right? Cause mm-hmm. them to change their mind. One mm-hmm. little decision change there. Right. Creativity, the creative team to me are the ones that that create that transcendence. Mm-hmm. That's right? right. It's it's the, it's the transcendence. It's wow, that's a little different than what we've seen before. It's a little uh-huh. little little separate. Visually it it mm. triggered something. Auditory mm-hmm. it triggered right. something, right? And all of their senses are sort of heightened then at that yes. point. So what are you trying to tell me? Suddenly you have their attention. Mm. That's right. And in a really noisy noisy world, right. a really really busy world, to slow it down um, to create a pause in that space mm-hmm. through creativity is is it, it seems like half of what we're trying to do, maybe right. more than half of what we're trying to do with creativity. Right. Is yeah. that right? I, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's really wild. Like when you, when you can get into, in, into that space uh, and, and as far as having a team of creatives, mm. when they can do that, they can be part of an organization that culturally does that, that lights them up. Like yeah. that, there's, there's in, I'll, I'll say the opposite of it would be, there's nothing you can. There's nothing worse than than a bunch of creatives on a team that is, that are disempowered and that are um, hmm. cookie cutter. They're 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 just cranking things out. Mm. That and I and I've been part of both and I've been on both sides of both. Um, and sometimes you know like when you're running really fast, you just have to do. You just have to ship yeah. ship ship. I get that. This is different though. This is the overall culture um, and having you know a value on giving people opportunities. Uh, taking risks, uh, giving somebody a challenge that you might not even know if they're up for, and you're gonna let them try it anyway. Oh, I see. Um, safe space to fail same. is important. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. In fact, sometimes it, my experience with the creative process is that sometimes it's just getting enough failures out of the yeah. way. Yeah, that's right. To, to Get really, that, really good at failing. To find that one. Yeah, yeah and, and the right. quicker. Yeah. They talk about this in startup culture a lot, but yeah, yeah. fail fast, right? Fail fast. It's the the idea of. Um, Let's try this quickly. Let's figure out how to try these things quicker. Right. Give ourselves the space to explore it just long enough to know if we're on the right track. That's or not. right. And then right. boom, yeah. we're either on the right track, all in, or yeah. we're off, and let's just let yeah. it go. Yeah, and then even not even get hung up on like, um, you know, we were talking this morning about uh, somebody we were on a on a team at our church together with a long time ago, and uh, she we she was a girl who was empowered to uh, she was working in um, like kids area. And then, and, uh, 
she, she was like so or, she was like working in a kids area doing administrative stuff yeah and yeah. i had just recently started working at this church and started getting to know her and i found out that like she's going to art galleries every Friday on right. a day off. And I'm like, my head kind of went tilted. I'm going, what? I mean, mm-hmm. she's trying to create spreadsheets and she's trying to like keep things organized and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, manage rosters <laughs> yeah. and all these kind of, and she was, oh, and I could tell she was miserable, mm-hmm. but I couldn't figure out like why mm-hmm. she was in this role. And so, and I was looking at the way that she lived out her personal life. Mm-hmm. She wasn't building rosters and stuff. Yeah. Personally, she was going to art shows. And so, mm-hmm. Um, I, we gave her some kind of art project to do, some something like a, a helping us prepare for a new series launch or something, and she knocked it out of the park. Like, and she was like, "You, you just saw this thing inside of her that yeah. just lit up, she came alive." And so, actually, yeah. eventually, we pulled her out of that role and put her. We created a brand new role um, called lead exper- uh, lead the, environment designer. Yeah. And it was like she was in charge of all the devi- uh, environments in our facility, and oh, she man. was speaking creatively into those. <laughs> and that was so her crazy. job. Yeah. And she's like, so, right. for, for listeners that aren't familiar, uh, often in a, in a church, they'll create a series of teachings on the same topic. It'll mm-hmm. be multiple weeks in a row. And the idea was so fascinating about it to me as a, with a business background and a church background as well. But on the business side of things is that it's almost like you're rebranding mm-hmm. every, every six time. months or every 12 months. It's yeah. an in, intense creative exercise. Well, and series is, uh, a series is like six weeks, eight weeks. So it's almost like you're rebranding the entire... Yes, I said months, it's weeks. Yeah, it's weeks. Right. It's weeks. So a bunch of those all throughout yeah. the year, but which takes an enormous amount of creative output. I would say that the best churches are... They become highly creative because they have they have to rinse and repeat this process. Mm. Whereas if you're a small business owner or or if you're in a department of a larger business, you might not experience that except for once every three years sometimes, mm-hmm. or or maybe never. Um, but the more creativity you add into into your business world, uh, there's just so many lessons to learn there. There's so much value to capture there. Take every oppor- take opportunities to move the furniture around. Right. Simple things. Little things like that. Like, and, and I mean that on a metaphorical level and Mm -hmm. a literal level, like I, as a creative, like I, if I can't go in the same coffee shop and sit at the same place two days in a row, Mm. it just doesn't work for me. There are other people that can't go into a coffee shop and not Mm. sit in the same place. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely, it's a, it's a personality type thing. I get get it. Um, But when you have the, when you have those opportunities to do these little rebrands or you shift things around, Mm. you try new things, like Mm -hmm. those are all opportunities. The more you get to take those and you get to be better at going, Hey, like, let's pull that guy in. Like what, what about, you know, Bill from accounting? Uh, I feel like, yeah. you know, let's give him an opportunity to get him at our table with a bunch of creatives who are doing, working on a rebrand. Just pick his brain, M- shift the energy in the room by introducing a new player in there. Gotcha. Things like that. Hmm. All right. So we've talked about three things that you've kind of talked about. No one under- understand the creative process, lead the whole person mm-hmm. and develop a culture of innovation and risk taking. I think those are really valuable things and it's even making me kind of chew on that and go, huh, am I doing that with the creatives that I work with on a regular basis? I do want to ask this question. What do you say to a leader who's a bottom line thinker? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they're, they just want outputs. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about the creative process, all that, whatever. Uh, I don't care what process accountants take to get our books right every month. I just want the books to be right. I just want the, the, the design of our website or of the, whatever the thing, I just want these outputs. What would you say to that person? Lead the whole person. Mm. I, I would, I would say really consider that 
what it means to be a leader um, has to do with getting with someone uh, and and knowing how to lead all the aspects of them. Mm. Um, and so I've been able to be led by people who care enough about my creativity mm-hmm. that they go, you know what, you should leave town for a few days and go start working on your new record. Mm. And my new record had nothing to do with any of the work directly that I was doing. But they knew that by creating space for you to do that, that That's it actually right. was going to open something in you that they would then get access to for That's their right. organization. So, mm. and it comes back to, again, creative creativity, it, it, it's, it's contagious. Creativity spurs, uh, creativity births more creativity, right? Like yeah. the more you do it, the more you get. It's mm. abundance thinking. It's instead of scarcity thinking. Yeah. Scarcity thinking says, oh my God, this guy, I, I need to make sure I control him so that he, he only, he, I get the right creative output out of this thing. Mm. Abundance thinking says, let me develop the whole person, give him more opportunities. I want him to be just fully alive and who he is. And then let him or her uh, bleed their creativity back into the organization. Yeah. Does that make? Totally. Yeah. I think it makes good sense. I think that a bottom line thinker is going to take this a step further and say, you know, how do I make sure that for a certain amount of cost that I have mm-hmm. in my departmental budget uh-huh. that I achieve our goals of creativity? Yeah. And I would back it up a step and I would always ask, um, having founded a couple of tech startups and having gone through so many branding exercises and exercises around these things, uh-huh. having run design projects with uh, in my time at Microsoft with Razorfish and Frog Design, you know, why do you need creativity? What value does it add to your organization? Mm-hmm. If you're not clear on that, right. then you will always question the investment. That's right. And you'll always Huge. starve the investment. Totally, yeah. And so because yeah. you will view it as a necessary evil or a side function right. and instead of something that's central. And the, the creatives among your team, they're the visionaries who you need mm-hmm. that are going to help evolve your, your team, yeah. evolve your organization. Right. And they're... And if, you know that's you're totally right. Hitting the yeah. why is so so foundational. Um, and and it might not be for for all of our listeners. It might not be true if you are uh, if you run a small bakery in your hometown. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're thinking, okay, a creative doesn't drive that vision every day. But in a sense, you'd say, well, the, the person baking there is creating right. every single day. Yeah. So I think that I think part of it is to understand creativity with a little broader spectrum right. on how you think about it and, yeah. and the way that you engage it yeah. so that you don't miss the opportunity of creativity, which is honestly, it's, it's what distinguishes brands at the end of the day. Totally. It's what distinguishes brands. And you know, I was working in Silicon Valley at the time when Microsoft was intensely known for its battleship gray dialogue boxes and <laughs> the, the peer number of yeah. settings that they offered you. And right. that, that's what they were trying to sell you is we have more settings than the other. Mm. And at that same time in the same space, uh, just down the street from where I lived was Cupertino and Apple, and mm-hmm. they were remaking and rethinking. And it was a, it was a process of subtraction to create the iPhone. It was, it was a, let's take all mm-hmm. these buttons away. Let's right. take more and more things away until we get to the simplicity and we've distilled it down. Mm. But their investment into creativity changed an industry. Huge, yeah. And you, if everybody's familiar with these two companies, and that's the only reason I bring it up in this context, but it's a simple thing to think about as a, as a business owner mm-hmm. or as a creative, uh, whether you're within the church or without of the church, that it's, it's so central and it's so life-giving to not just to the individuals that mm. engage in creativity, but to all the rest of us that get to encounter creativity. Mm. You just said it. 
That's so good, dude. I love so it. So good. I'm you right, got me excited. I'm, I'm writing all that down now. Yeah. That's so great. Ben, final word. What's your final word to to leaders who want to lead creatives? What's the one one sort of thing that you just want to push them on? If you could just provoke them, prod them a little bit, and say, please chew on this thing when you set out to lead creatives, in addition to the three things that you sort of gave us to unpack. Final word. Only one word. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. All right. Final couple of sentences. How okay. Okay. It would piggyback on that. It would, it would be, say, to remind every one of us uh, th- that the essence of creativity is mm. human. Mm-hmm. You are creative. Whether you are painting and writing music or not, you are creative. And the more aware you get of creativity, the creative process, what it means to make, deepen your language on those things, have these kinds of conversations, you're tapping into something that is so foundational to your humanity and it's going to bleed into the rest of your team. Yeah. So if you have one thing to do, dive in yourself a little bit, explore something outside of your box, maybe read, pick up a, a couple books or something that help with that, have a few conversations that explore your own creativity um, and I really do believe that you, there, there's there's an edge to be explored in all of us mm. that then will empower you to be a better whole person kind of leader. Oh, I love that. Ben, thank you so much ben, for thanks. joining us. Yeah, yeah where can we find you me. online? If you want to check out Ben Thomas and all things BT, where would they, <laughs> where would they find you? BenThomasOnline.com. That's B-E-N-T-H-O-M-A-S-O-N-L. I don't spell good. <laughs> BenThomasOnline.com. <laughs> All right. And you're on, are you on the Twitter and the Facebook and the iTunes? Yeah, you can just find records on iTunes. iTunes and all that, Apple Music, Spotify, stuff like that. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. Ben Thomas, singer, songwriter, leader, person who gets creatives, loves leading creatives. Uh, we hope that's been great. Ben, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, friends. Thank you. Oh man, that was so good. So good, Rob. What do you think? I loved it. I loved all parts of that conversation. Well, if you could sort of distill it down, what's one thing that stuck out to you about it that either you're going to chew on or you're going to take some kind of practice uh, with this week? Well, my one thing would be, I want to review how I treat creatives in the organization with regards to the environment that I give them and the flexibility that I give them. I'm asking them to do a job where they need to think and innovate and create things that that are, are not linear. And mm. so for them to have that space and to, and to have that room to create, I need to treat that process differently than other processes in my business. And then I'll get the best creative work out of them. So that's probably my one thing, but I would ask you the same question, Larry, what do you <laughs> think would be one great takeaway on your side? You know, I think when he talked about leading them, the whole person, remember they're a human Yes. And not just a machine who can crank things out. I think when we're busy as leaders, sometimes we can look at creatives on our team and go, do you have project X done? Do you have deliverable Y done? 
um, and pausing to remember that they're human with their own wiring and their sort of own approach to creativity and stop looking at people as just what they can give me, but also who they are and how I can best take care of them as a leader. That's what that's, that's what stuck out to me. If you want more resources about this conversation, you can always find a blog post, show notes, and a practical PDF download to help you take action on what you've learned today by going to leadbuildlive.com slash 004. That's leadbuildlive.com slash 004. Now, if you want to join our community, if you want to be a part of a practical relational tribe of leaders, we'd really love it if you'd go to leadbuildlive.com slash community, where you can join our private Facebook group. You can subscribe to our podcast, if you haven't already, our blog and more. And it's a great way to connect with other leaders and learn from one another, experience community and more. That's it for today. If you want to learn more about Ben Thomas, you can go to benthomasonline.com. And as a little special thing, we're going to leave you with a clip from one of the songs on Ben's new album, The Way Up. Love it. So excited for this new album. Check it out, guys. Cheers.